Welcome to the Weekly Workplace, where professionals come to find insights and inspiration for success. Hosted by the Missouri Training Institute, this is the Weekly Workplace. Welcome to the Weekly Workplace, where professionals come to find insights and inspiration for success. With you today, Missouri Training Institute. Good morning. Hello. Hello, everybody. Oh, I love it. Um, I hope that I think about our listeners' experience when they hear that intro all the time. Like, does it get you fired up? Are you ready to hear our voices? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but it's exciting, you know, and and I'm so grateful as we think about coming to almost another season two year end close. Wow. That we've had this opportunity to continue this podcast each week. Yep. Yep. It, the, the year is coming to an end, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And it's crazy. It is. It starts to be a crazy time for lots of people. That's it, for sure. It does. So let's talk about that for a little bit as we're thinking about, you know, obviously our focus today is is on focus. Um, <laughs> but I'm curious from your all's perspectives, what happens for you during what I'm going to call this kind of holiday season? And for me, I mean, that starts usually October 1 even all the way through January, you know, end of January the next year. But it just seems like there's a lot of activities, a lot of holiday, a lot of energy, a lot of things that are just going on during that time and space. What happens for you? Well, um, yeah, I do find it a time to wind down. We're we're somewhat uh, in a unique situation in that a lot of businesses are also winding down, which means they're not doing a lot of training, which means our business slows down a little bit, or at least uh, the, the attention mm-hmm. that we have to give to certain things um, slows down. And so for others that might be ramping up with year end reports and kind of winding those things down, we get some time to maybe take a breath yeah. and uh, come back together just as a team. I think we're kind of lucky in that way. Although I will say that um, I'm glad that you talked about this from October all the way to the end of the year. <laughs> yes. Because um, Halloween is my favorite <laughs> yeah. holiday of all time. And so um, I spend a lot of time decorating the house and getting ready for that. And then um, I have to quickly put that away. And then, um, you know, next things upon you is Thanksgiving usually. Um, luckily, I don't usually do big things for Thanksgiving once in a while, you know, with my family, you know, my brothers and their families, they're all kind of scattered and to different places. One thing I think that we did really well though, back when we all started having kids and families was we decided that one year we would all be at mom's for the holidays, you know, at Christmas Mm -hmm. time. And then, um, the next year we would be at the, the in-laws would be Mm -hmm. that year, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, we kind of had that scheduled all the time. And so we was kind of like a, a real busy time. And those years that we were all together and then not so busy, you know, when when we're kind of on our own. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to me, you know, and we started having these conversations a little bit before we we went on the air today. But I always find as calming and as relaxing as you'd like to generally think the holidays are, um, meaning like things are winding down within the workplace. I find myself more distracted than ever at the workplace, though. Um, so my, my focus never seems to be on work during the holiday seasons, <laughs> especially now being a mom. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've seen that tenfold. Uh, but even before that, it just seems like being at work, you see a lot of colleagues that are are probably taking vacations during that time. Um, you might still have the same amount of work you're trying to get done, but not the same level of energy towards the work, because all I want to do is go buy cute toys for myself 
sun right now. <laughs> you know, those those kinds of elements, those distractions that come into play. So I, I find um, beyond just the stress that can come from family gatherings, I find stress in and uh, and, and maybe some frustration with myself in in my lack of focus during this particular season. Well, there's just so many things going on, you know, and we talk about that personal and professional kind of balance that we're all trying to look for. But, you know, I, I, I think oftentimes people make the mistake that that balance has to be 50-50, right? Whereas during the holidays, maybe it's a little bit more, you know, more per, higher percentage towards your family obligations once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, when the holidays are over with, then we can kind of refocus back on work, you know. So uh, this myth that it always has to be that 50-50, I think, is kind of a, something that people need to kind of get over yeah. <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, it's it's not the amount of time, right? right? Um, it's the, you know, what, what are you doing for fun mm-hmm. and what are you doing for achievement? Right. Mm-hmm. So if we think of it in that balance, and I can find achievement in family activities mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I can find achievement, of course, at work and I can find fun at both places, too. So mm-hmm. So, you know, in my mind, I I try to think about, OK, how am I balancing my fun uh, with my achievement, you know, my my getting it done kind of list. Yeah, yeah. And what's interesting to me, one of the things you had mentioned earlier, Dewey, was, you know, you you kind of spend the time with the family or, you know, kind of reprioritize some things during that holiday season. But then start the new year. OK, it's a work start again. And sometimes I feel like I'm crawling into that new year then, <laughs> like I'm not running directly, like I'm not as set up for success as I would have liked to have been had I been able to maybe maintain a little bit more focus during the end of the year preparing for 2020, you know, in this case, 2023. Um, And so I, I think it's it's interesting because I think we all kind of look at that a little bit different. I know you all have suggested that that's a time where you can really maintain that focus and get prepared. And I'm sitting here saying, like, I can't stop being distracted. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, boundaries help. Yes. You know, boundaries help a lot. And I think, you know, communicating those boundaries, um, adhering to those boundaries, because, you know, I'm, we teach people how to treat us. And so if we show no boundaries or we show we're willing to cross and make boundaries fuzzy, people learn that, you mm-hmm. know. And so I think kind of planning for those, you know, boundaries to be set and then communicated and maintained and and really in your own mind's eye, like what am I what do I want to participate in? Mm-hmm. Right. And kind of setting that expectation with yourself that I'm not going to try to be, you know, in every, you know, activity over the holidays, but these are the ones I'm going to choose. You said the word, Ray, expectation. And I think that's a big issue as well, especially over the holidays, because we have it in our heads that we're going to have these great Norman Rockwell moments (laughs) um, that everything has to be just perfect. The tree has to be just right, you know, or whatever your holidays are, they have to have just the right foods. They have to have right people. They have to have these big family events and and things like that. And um, you know, we need to maybe reevaluate maybe what our expectations are sometimes. I think we just set the bar so high that it's almost impossible to achieve. And that's interesting. And I mean, good perspective to even bring into the workplace, because, again, kind of shifting those expectations, even in the workplace, recognizing that you're going to need some more time committed to, you know, the shopping season or the this or the that. And so one of the things that I have found value in when I'm trying to kind of maintain focus during this season is the opportunity to actually be intentional with scheduling like a day or two off, you know, throughout that that 
that sometimes it's more than a day or two, but just sporadically kind of sprinkle them in through those three months so that I can go and do some of those things. Talking about the balance that you mentioned earlier, I still feel like I'm achieving at getting the things done in personal life, um, but I'm not so far removed that I'm still being able to get the work done at work too. What are some other tips? What are some other things that you all do during this holiday season to stay focused? You know, I'm a planner. So I, um, years ago, I, we have so many birthdays in December. <laughs> um, you know, I have two, two boys and a granddaughter that all, and it's all within a week of our biggest holiday and that's Christmas. And so I, oh, I, no, I have two granddaughters. Oh my gosh. Um, two granddaughters and two sons in December. Um, uh, you know, so planning has really helped in that, mm-hmm. you know, and so when I, I, so I, I want to give gifts, um, you know, so I have a little corner of my closet that I just start throwing stuff up there, you know, <laughs> and then I have a note on my calendar in Outlook that says, you know, gifts are in the closet, you know, don't forget. And I kind of keep a tally of what all I've bought, you know, over the, the last couple of months or whatever. But um, planning really helps me. Um but I can also compartmentalize mm-hmm. very easily. Um, and I don't, you know, I don't get wound up in too much emotional baggage. Um, but I will also say holidays are a lonely time or can be, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and I've spent many of them, you know, on that day, day just by myself, but I've, you know, I've adjusted. Obviously, I've adjusted. And sometimes I just tell myself, well, it's just another Thursday. You know, the same TV shows are on the same, you know, or, um, you know, I, I'll see my kids tomorrow or something like that. So I, I've I think I've um, acclimated mm-hmm. to that. And so it really does kind of give you that that tangible, like, slow down, take a breath, you know, it'll right. be OK. I think that's kind of helps me, too, is the. Um, a uh, little bit of meditation just in recognizing that it doesn't have to be this big, um, expansive parties or, you know, these really big events uh, throughout the holiday season, but just recognizing those small little moments, um, a nice glass of wine in front of the fireplace with a good book yeah. <laughs> is, uh, is very, I find very, very relaxing and kind of helps to center, you know, at the university, I think we're lucky the university shuts down yeah. between Christmas. Christmas um, and the new year. So we all get a uh, kind of an extra week off. Now, you know, that doesn't mean that other people aren't working on the university. I want people right. to know that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, for the majority of folks on campus, you know, we, we get that week off. And um, I usually also plan things like if I'm going to paint a room in my house, I'll do it that week. Yeah. Right. And then I feel much better when the new year comes around um, that I'm starting the year off with a freshly painted room, you know, mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, you know, and kind of thinking, you know, talking about it being a season as opposed to a day. Right. I think that also helps, you know, kind of realigning those things that it just because you might not be celebrating on this particular day, that it's not the season for celebration. And so I, I had to kind of un, unhinge myself from, gosh, I'm not seeing my kids on the 25th, you know, poor me to wait a minute. You know, I, I can have this these activities on any day right. of the week that's celebrating this particular holiday. So kind of mentally unhinging myself from that thought it had to be today. 
Well, and I I certainly appreciate both of what both of you had just said there, because that's something we talk a lot about in our, our own family, my, my family, my husband and I, and kind of like how we want to set up, you know, the, these expectations and this season for for our family now, right? Our son. And and uh, and so it was important. And this is for anybody out there who who may be like me and gets down in the weeds on things. It is very, very difficult sometimes to look up and to recognize, again, what is the the grander scheme? What's the 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 kind of the bigger elements of importance or value during this particular season? And you're right. It's the celebration, the general sense of family, friends, love, you know, or celebration or and, and that could be for anybody, even if, if it's not the family related time, but maybe finding the friends. I hear about friends giving all the time. You know, uh, the the version of, of Thanksgiving with your friends, but finding what it is and just kind of recognizing that it doesn't have to be each element on your to do list, you know, has to be exactly perfect, as you you said earlier, Dewey, but kind of look up from that and to generally get a, a sense and a feel for how you want to enjoy and appreciate the season as it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I with that time off that we get. Um, I, I really like to use that time wisely, you know, so oftentimes, you know, at work, we just have this sense of urgency and we're, you know, everything's driven by a deadline. Um, but during that week, I like to kind of get rid of the urgent stuff, right, that I don't have a lot of deadlines and focus on things that um, are probably going to be very important to me, especially within the new year. Um, so things like, you know, maybe targeting new businesses business at the time, you know, during that week, you know, I can do a little planning, I can do a little bit of research, maybe Mm -hmm. think about are there certain new customers I want to maybe go see once the new year comes around and maybe do some of that research. Or, you know, I might um, um, think about um, maybe a new piece of curriculum and might do a little bit of research over that over that week, um, just so that I'm in a better position when I first get back to the office to sit down and kind of finish that curriculum off. So, um, you know, it's, it's using those, that time to focus in on important things, I think, mm. um, as opposed to just the, the urgent things. Yeah. And nobody puts as much pressure on us as we do on ourselves. That's, That's correct. correct. <laughs> and I remember, you know, when my kids were little and, um, you know, their grandmother, we'd usually have it at her house. Right. Because mm-hmm. all the siblings would join and the cousins and and she would spend, you know, the day before as well as that day of the holiday just running around and cooking and trying to get everything on the table. And I remember, you know, saying, why don't you just sit down? And she was like, because everybody expects this meal. And I was like, no, (laughs) you know, um, we'd rather have you than that jello, you know? Um, And of course it was a wonderful uh, feast. We were very fortunate, but I was like, no, we'd rally rather just have you. But we developed these traditions over the years, right? Mm. That we, uh, you know, in my family, we always have to have the certain dishes on the table for the, for those big meals. Um, uh, and everybody usually gets to pick their one, you know, mm-hmm. that mom has made year after year after year. Uh, and I got to tell you that my tastes have changed over the years. So <laughs> I don't even actually eat half that anymore, but um, it's just, um, you know, we need to question those traditions once 
once in a while yeah. and think about, is this something that we you know really should be engaging in or is there a different way that we could maybe approach this, you know, yeah. have a potluck instead so that not everybody's saddled down with the all the tasks of the meal. Yeah. I remember the the, the year my dad died and I was um, in high school. And so we approached the Christmas season for the first time without him. And it just, it felt like a good time to change things up because mm-hmm. things were different. Mm-hmm. And I think it would have been harder to try to keep everything the same and then not him being there. Right. And so I remember um, my grandmother said, everybody gets to pick one of their favorite foods, regardless of what it goes with. Right. And so we had, oh my, we had French toast. (laughs) We had twice baked potatoes. (laughs) We had the, I mean, you know, and it was just like all of us got to bring, you know, think of, I was in high school, so I didn't do the cooking, but you know, that favorite. And so it was kind of like a new thing with, because it was going to be such a new space for us without him around. Um, Yeah. So traditions aren't aren't meant forever and ever. I mean, it can still be a tradition that we change it. <laughs> right, right. And Brianna, I think you also brought the idea of Friendsgiving. You mm. know, there's a group of friends that I get with um, over the holiday season at least once. Um, and, you know, I really... Not to say that I don't want to be around my family because I love my family. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, we all kind of see the I know them well (laughs) and we kind of see the world uh, very differently sometimes. Um, But, you know, when I go to my friends, you know, celebration um, together, you know, it's uh, I want to be there, you Mm. know, and um, certainly it's just a one night thing. It's not like an extended holiday like Mm -hmm. I have with my family, but um, uh, it's just different. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I get different needs met by different groups of people. Yeah. So I, I want to kind of recap some of the things I'm hearing because I'm hearing some really good elements here. And I mean, first and foremost, it's the, in, the intentionality of, of recognizing um, what is it that I'm going to choose to be a part of? How am I going to be intentional about ensuring I'm balancing that achievement with my joy during this season? I'm, I'm hearing a lot of different elements of being able to kind of be mindful and be in the space be recognizing again that look up kind of what's the reason for the season I, I think is what you hear a lot mm-hmm. um, being able to to focus on that and feeling good about being able to accomplish the reason for the season versus all of the things on the task list and keeping your community right. you know being able to continue to to spend maybe some more time if if you're freed up a little bit more being intentional about spending time with people still and not being so stuck on maybe the the tasks of the season. And I think that that certainly all things for us to keep in mind during this. And when we're at work, I think what could happen is if we're intentional in those spaces. um, And I also want to add in there kind of taking care of yourself physically Mm. during all of this, too, because a lot of times you think of all the meals we're eating and we think, you know, but you're not being as as comfortable or as confident in um, taking care of your physical health. So that can start weighing on you. There's research out there that will tell you if you're not taking care of yourself physically, then it starts weighing on you mentally. So all of those things kind of combined can help kind of reshape or reframe your approach to work when you're actually back in the workspace. Mm-hmm. And so several, I mean, and I'm sure there's things out there. I want to open it up to our listeners as well. Um, and, you know, obviously sending us those ideas or leaving comments on this episode description. Um, but let us know what are some ways that you stay focused too. But other thoughts, other things that you think about during this season that help you kind of remain focused. You know, it's it's never the end of the world 
to pass on an activity. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and, and I mean, and I'm going to say this right in front of my boss, like even if I miss something, you know, um, a target or I delay or push out something, it's not the end. Now, customer facing, I'm more, I'm obviously more diligent, but I also, since I get to do the scheduling for all of us, I block off, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't even allow you guys to schedule anything, um, you know, with clients the last couple of weeks, just for your own sanity. Right. right? And, um, but, you know, just reminding yourself, maybe I missed that, but I'll pick it up, you know, Um, it's, it's never the end of the world. Giving yourself grace. And I, I love that you're saying too, you know, obviously with that, with our boss being in the room and saying that, but, you know, let's transition the conversation a little bit then. Let's think about that as leaders in organizations. What are some ways that we can support our people maintaining that focus during this relatively busy season? Well, I think first and foremost is to help recognize that your employees are going to be drawn into yes. so many different directions. Um, and so, again, as a as a leader, I need to think about, you know, the work that we have coming up, um, you know, is now the right time to do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to think uh, you also need to kind of get to know your employees really well. You know, there people have different traditions and people have um, different priorities over the holidays like Ray you know you you talked about um, oftentimes being alone not just not that you didn't see your family but mm-hmm. it, it's not the traditional that most people think about um, uh, so just recognizing that people have different needs and doing what we can to maybe help to address those needs I think are are going to be really important mm-hmm. you know we're all motivated by different things and um, I think as leaders giving your employees the, the uh, um, empowerment to you know kind of help them guide their own schedules, especially during the holidays is going to be kind of important. And I, what I appreciate that you said about there too, you know, and you used uh, Ray with the example, but I've also seen you intentionally over the last f- four years, y'all. Oh, Congratulations. Yeah. Four years. Um, That's right. Coming right up. Yeah. Yeah. So four years now, but I've seen you be very intentional knowing me because you've taken the time to know me like those two days or especially the day before, you know, I, we have church service um, the night before for Christmas. And so being able to say, Brianna, like, get out of here, like go, you know, to empower you. fight it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, first of all, you know, it's coming every single year. Yeah. So it shouldn't be a surprise. It's like my McDonald's by my house. It's like they're always understaffed at lunch. I'm like, really? Did you not know lunch was coming? You know, I mean that, (laughs) you know, like be smart. Right. It happens the same time every year. And so really kind of planning as a leader and then supporting what your Mm -hmm. people are doing, not trying to squeeze more out of them less time. I, I just right. think that's that's not smart leadership. No, I don't think so either. And the other thing I would say, too, is, though, you know, after the holidays, um, it's kind of important to get the team back together a little bit mm. and to do what we can to maybe help them get refocused mm-hmm. uh, on what point. is coming up. Um, you know, so, you know, we, we need to probably meet pretty quickly after the holidays. And we need to um, kind of think about, you know, what do you have going on? What do you have going on? What's coming up? What do we need to be on the lookout for? Um, And try to get people kind of maybe a little bit more refocused back on after, Mm -hmm. after we've had our break. And with that, one thing Dewey's really good at is then letting people 
talk all about what they've been doing for the last two weeks Mm -hmm. Um, and kind of just like, you know, spilling everything and getting it all out and making sure it's all, you know, um, listened to and loved up on. And then it was like, okay, I know, you know, and then Ray steps in and says, all right, what are we doing next? What's what's our next project? Let's go. Well, I think that's something, you know, that idea, that shiny object syndrome, you know, and the holidays are awful sparkle, you know, mm-hmm. usually. And uh, whether you're it's a, a, a person you haven't seen for a while that comes back into your life, whether it is a, a deadline that you got to get mm-hmm. to or whatever the, the shiny object might be. But, um, you know, breathe, breathe. That's a great point. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, it, it'll all it'll all be there tomorrow. There's you know, so you, you just got to be able to let things go once in a while as well. And I think it's important at the end of every day. Uh, this is something that, that has been helpful for me is to kind of just self-evaluate mm-hmm. at the end of each day, you know, and I do this both work and home, you know, but sitting and thinking, did I get the things done? Can I be satisfied with what I accomplished today? And if I can't be, then what do I want to do differently for tomorrow? So almost at the end of every night, I'm, I'm re-preparing myself for the next day during some of those busy seasons or seasons where I know that I can be easily distracted. And this is one of those seasons. That's a, that's interesting that you bring that up too, Brianna, because I think, um, you know, we make commitments to ourselves mm-hmm. a lot throughout the holidays. I'm going to have the perfect holiday. I'm going to have the perfect family gathering. I'm going to, I'm going to give the, I'm going to search for the perfect gift to give to somebody, uh, whatever it may be. And so we make a lot of these little commitments to ourselves all the time. Um, and sometimes, you know, things happen and we're not able to, um, fulfill those commitments once in a while. Mm-hmm. So, um, I would just encourage people to be careful about the commitments you make to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, cause otherwise you're teaching yourself that you can't be trusted. You know, mm-hmm. no matter what you're planning, you're probably not going to carry through with it. So um, yeah. be careful what you, uh, the expectations you create for yourself. Yeah. Of course, all grounded in reality. <laughs> <laughs> we'll share Ray with you if you need some of that reality. I'll give you a talking to. <laughs> oh, but uh, in full, I mean, uh, seriousness in this, I do want to just kind of prep our listeners again and say, you know, sometimes during this season, because things might be calming down for some people or because you're starting to really think about the new year in the sense of how do I how do I want to be in the next year? It might be helpful to have a coach. Yeah. And so I want to, to kind of just just uh, open that up and to, and to just say, you know, Ray does have her certification, uh, a certified professional coach, master practitioner in ELI. Uh, and, and I know that she would love to get your phone call during this, this season and yeah. any other one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I guess I shouldn't have prefaced it with I'll give you a talking to because <laughs> when I'm coaching, I actually don't do a lot of talking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I ask a lot of questions, but uh, yeah, Yeah. I'd love to. I'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Give yourself grace. Recognize where you're at. Be intentional every day. Look up and breathe. I love that you said that, Dewey. Um, And and really, focus will come at the right time. That's what we appreciate that little cortisol uh, hormone for, because it's going to induce some stress, either good stress or bad stress. But hopefully you'll get something done. Yeah. You know, as and as a leader, take care of your people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, your people will take care of the work. Yeah. Excellent. Well, and on that note, then I want to just thank you all for listening to this episode. And until next time, go be great. 
Thanks for listening to The Weekly Workplace, hosted by the Missouri Training Institute. Dewey, Ray, and Brianna stand ready to connect with you and meet your training needs. Be sure to check out ways to contact them in the episode description or at mti.missouri.edu. Subscribe to the podcast to get future episodes automatically by tapping subscribe in your podcast player of choice. Hope to catch you on the next episode of The Weekly Workplace. Workplace.